Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. I uh, This is actually take two of this episode. Uh, I'd actually got about uh, 12 minutes in and uh, realized that uh, something was going on with my um, audio program and I stopped and saved what I had and started to go through it and realized about seven minutes in it had, uh, <clears throat> well, it had just stopped recording. So I decided to uh, just uh, start all over again rather than use what I had. So hopefully <laughs> uh, I can uh, hit all the high notes of uh, what I had previously. So anyway, I'm, I'm back from Washington. Uh, I had been down there. I had spoke at the second annual Sasquatch Roundup in Spokane Valley. Uh, that was a great time. I really enjoyed it. Um, They had a lot of cool speakers there. Uh, There was a gentleman from the Coville tribe that uh, told some really cool stories and uh, cool perspectives on uh, Bigfoot from his his tribe. Uh, Adam Davies, of course, World Explorer. He uh, gave a presentation on some of his adventures. Amy Boo was there, co-founder of Project Zoo Book. And um, who else was there? Well, I spoke. I talked about the... uh, Port Chatham expeditions from 2018-2019 uh, showed some pictures that um, haven't yet been released to the public and uh, told some stories uh, about the latest expedition that we had. Uh, none of that's really been uh, made public yet. And then uh, we, uh, we had a good time. You know, We met some cool people, had some good conversations, uh, talked about Bigfoot, which was on everybody's mind. Uh, also, uh, Josiah Martin from Martin Media um, gave a little presentation, which was really cool. It's a little different. He didn't really talk about Bigfoot, but he was talking about uh, some of the challenges that comes with documenting our trips and adventures and uh, some of the uh, equipment challenges that he meets and or has to face and some of the things that um, equipment he uses, like drones and stuff like that. It was, it was a really cool, uh, really cool day. I uh, really enjoyed it. But... Uh, the part uh, that I couldn't wait for was the part after the presentations and the roundup. It was the um, the expedition we were going on up in northern Washington uh, in Stevens County to an undisclosed location. And honestly, I don't think I could tell you where it was if I had to. Uh, I don't know. I could find it on a map, but the problem is, is uh, you can't really see the place on a map that well because all the... Uh, the thick canopy and a growth. It's actually uh, really hard to find. If you didn't know where it was, you wouldn't be able to find it. So we went up there with a gentleman named Will Ulmer, Will Grassman Ulmer. Uh, check out his YouTube page. I believe it's Grassman58. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, he's got some cool videos, and um, he's also got uh, some cool stuff on his Facebook page. <clears throat> Steven, uh, Bigfoot of Stevens County. So be sure and check those out. 
anyway, he was kind of like our tour guide. He took us up there, took us to this area where he's had some um, activity and uh, turned us loose. Let us uh, check the place out. And I got to say, um, it was a it was a trip of firsts. Uh, there was a lot of firsts on this trip for me. Uh, heard my first wood knocks and probably a, a year ago, if you'd asked me about wood knocks, I, I would have been kind of up in the air about it. I, I've never actually, I think there was one point in Port Chatham where I thought I'd re- heard a return knock, but it was really di- far away. And it was really distant. Uh, but, uh, other than that, I've never heard a, a knock out in the field and, uh, I was just kind of skeptical on them. I wasn't sure maybe, uh, if, uh, they were real at all, or if they were used by Bigfoot. And, uh, on this trip, I definitely heard some knocks. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I found my first castable track, <clears throat> which I've found some tracks before. Uh, but a lot of times, especially up here in Alaska, due to the, um, the surface, the, you know, the, the moss and the, just the ground. Uh, it's not always easy to find castable tracks up here. And, um, we found some pretty cool trackways, uh, some pretty cool stuff and got my first wood knocks, got my first, um, some first vocalizations, uh, heard some really weird shit and, um, some really cool, uh, really cool tracks I found and not, not just, um, not just uh, possible Sasquatch tracks either. I found uh, my first cougar track. Uh, I saw some elk tracks, which I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever found elk, elk tracks before, but um, it was, it was a really cool trip. And um, I made the, I made the joke um, after the trip was over that, uh, you know, we, we were with uh, extreme expeditions and I had experienced both extreme rage and extreme fear. <laughs> And, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that here in a little bit, but, uh, we were up there and, uh, we filmed the expedition, the little trip we took, and, uh, we're going to put together another documentary. It's called Bigfoot Encounters in the Pacific Northwest. And I believe this is going to be a series of films. I don't think this is just going to be one documentary. I think it's going to be a series. Uh, I'm not sure what the plans are for the other parts of the series, I just know they're going to be concentrated, I believe, on, well, on the Pacific Northwest. So just keep an eye out for that. I'm not sure on the timetable for that. I don't know when it's going to be coming out. Probably uh, either later this year or maybe uh, next spring. I think it all depends on uh, when we can get it uh, edited and put together. And um, I think it's going to be um, a really good show. I think it's going to be actually a little bit more enjoyable than um, the Port Chatham documentary just because it seemed like we had a lot more activity on this trip than we did during the Port Chatham trip or maybe um, it was just a lot different activity than Port Chatham uh, definitely a lot a lot more um, audio stuff going on uh, more vocalizations more knocks stuff like that so it was definitely definitely different uh, different experience for me and uh, I can't wait to see how it looks when it's put together. <clears throat> and uh, going back to uh, what I said earlier, I, I was uh, joking when we got finished. I wish uh, this had actually got put on film. Maybe maybe we can do it uh, in a voiceover or something. But uh, when we were done, I was just telling just hi and Steven. I said, you know, I've experienced both extreme uh, fear and extreme rage on this trip. And 
just to go into a little bit of that, uh, the reason I said that is, uh, because I think, I believe it was the second night we were there. We, um, had gotten uh, word from Will and uh, his partner who were in the camp next to ours that they had uh, heard something or seen something kind of across the road from the campsite. So uh, we kind of, I kind of got my stuff together and hurried over there and was uh, using my FLIR on the wood line <clears throat> on the other side of the road. And I heard something, I heard something in the woods. I could hear some, um, something moving around, some, uh, twig snapping some some rustling in the in the leaves and i knew that uh something was in there and i was trying to hone in on it with my ears and my flear i was trying to find out exactly where the sound was coming from so i could get my flear on it and uh there were a couple of people in the group who will go unnamed at this point but they uh they were kind of standing in the back and they were talking and they were talking really loud and i couldn't i couldn't figure out where the sounds i was hearing were coming from and I got really frustrated and I, I told him to shut the F up. You know, I was, I could hear something over here and the other people that were with me were telling him, you know, like, shut up, you know, something's going on and they wouldn't shut up. Like they were so into their conversation. They just kept going. And, uh, I just, I felt like I was on the cusp of something. Like I was about to, to see something and I could not, I could not zero in on it because of all the ambient noise. And I just got so frustrated. I just threw my arms up and I was like, you know what? I'm done for the night. I'm just done. And, uh, I turned around and went back to the campsite and, and just sat there and until I was ready to go to bed. And I was just so frustrated because I, I, I almost felt like, uh, there was an opportunity or something there that was just snatched away from me. Like, like something was about to happen. And then, uh, it just kind of just petered out and I don't know. I, you know, in retrospect, you know, I'm, I mean, I do have a temper on me. I do get angry, but it's almost, uh, I almost wonder, you know, how much of that was me actually like being angry and, or was some of that like, uh, not, not natural because usually I'm, I'm a pretty calm and collected guy. And, uh, I was, I was really mad, like very, very mad. And, <laughs> I don't know uh, how much of that was a natural anger, if that makes any sense to you. Um, you know, I don't really want to get into a whole thing on like infrasound and stuff like that, but um, it was just weird. I, I don't want to make it into more than it was. I mean, you know, there were people talking and I got really pissed off and that was pretty much the end of it. But uh, I I was mad probably for about 12 14 hours or so there. I was mad well into the next day. So I don't, I don't know. Um, that was just, uh, kind of strange. Cause usually I'm, you know, pretty easygoing guy. Uh, and, uh, that's not really like me. So I don't know. Uh, the other, the other part about it, the extreme fear I was talking about, I don't want to get too much into it, uh, just because I want to save it for, the documentary, I want people to be able to see it on the, on the screen, but I've, you know, I've been to a lot of different places, uh, looking for Bigfoot and most of those places I've been by myself. Um, I've been to some pretty remote areas here in Alaska. I've been into a lot of bear infested areas. 
mostly by myself, which which isn't smart, and uh, I'll be the first to admit that. But um, of all the places I've been and all the stuff I've I've encountered, uh, natural wildlife and otherwise, uh, I've never really been scared. I've never really been afraid. Um, you know, I've I've felt a, a general concern for my safety, like, oh, well, you know, this doesn't seem very safe. Maybe I should go or, oh, there's a bear in the area. Maybe I should uh, turn back. Uh, but this is the first time where I've ever been out in the field <clears throat> where I was genuinely, generally, I can't talk, generally frightened. I mean, I was scared. And uh, it was the last night we were there. And if somebody had mentioned like wanting to leave early or wanting to to go into town and get a hotel, I would have been the first one that was packed up and ready to go. I, I was scared. Uh, <laughs> I, I am man enough to admit it. And, um, there was kind of something that happened earlier in the day that I guess just was, had fed my fear for the, in, up until it got dark. And then once it got dark, it was all over with. I was, I was terrified, but, uh, needless to say, I survived uh, no boogeyman got me. So I don't know. Um, I guess there's a <clears throat> argument that, uh, you could say I was zapped or whatever by infrasound. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I, to me, it felt like it was a natural response to, uh, a situation that had occurred to, to an incident that had occurred. And, uh, I was just, uh, I was afraid because I was spooked. Um, so I don't, I don't know, make it that what you will. Um, you're just going to have to wait for the documentary to come out and check it out. Then I will say that, um, that area we were in, I would really like to go back there and, uh, spend a little bit more time in there and maybe do things just a little bit differently. Maybe go back, um, into, uh, some of the deeper parts of the woods, uh, maybe during the evening, but I think I would like to, uh, <laughs> to take a heavily armed contingent with me. If that was to happen, it was a, it was an interesting trip. Uh, I can't, uh, I can't really, uh, say enough about it. Uh, I think that, uh, there was, uh, really something, you know, something special about that place we were in. And, uh, I want to, I want to check it out again. I want to go back there and, just kind of um, experience it again, maybe uh, go into some different areas. Uh, it's a really uh, beautiful area of the country. Uh, just, you know, trees as far as you can see, just, you know, from if you get up on a, a hill or something, you can just see trees from one end of the, uh, the sky to the other. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty interesting place. So I'll keep, uh, I'll keep everybody updated, uh, as far as when the documentary is going to come out. I assume it's going, uh, going to be out on Vimeo and Amazon, just like the Port Chatham Harry Man, um, documentary. And it'll probably be on DVD as well, just like the Port Chatham, uh, documentary. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about Alaska, you know, what's, what's going on on, uh, on the home turf. It's, uh, September now we're getting into fall. Uh, the leaves are turning. It's getting a lot chillier outside. I was outside earlier and uh, taking my dogs out there to potty and play and realized that uh, I probably should have put on some long pants before I headed out there. It's actually really chilly. 
Uh, it's in the 40s right now, and uh, it's only going to get colder, folks. And as far as uh, research and stuff like that goes, um, you know, I've talked. I think I talked earlier about the the uh, Swan Lake fire uh, on the on another episode. Maybe in the first episode, I'd mentioned it. Um, basically, the area in the Kenai National uh, Wildlife Refuge where I do a lot of my I say research, but uh, I don't really, I don't like that term. I don't like to call myself a researcher, but um, for for lack of a better term, that's what we'll we'll, use, we'll stick with today. Uh, the place where I do a lot of my research, uh, it's basically it's it's been burning for the last few months. Uh, there was a large fire. Uh, it was it was started it started naturally. Uh, thank goodness, I guess. Uh, so I'm just glad some idiot didn't start it. Uh, it was actually started by a lightning strike, which is really rare up here. But we did have some thunderstorms, and uh, some uh, a tree got, I guess, ignited by some lightning, <clears throat> and uh, it spread. And initially, they they were just going to let it burn. Uh, that was kind of the plan. They were just going to leave it alone. Uh, they they twil- toyed with containing it a little bit, and uh, then thought better about it, decided to leave it. Well. Uh, we had, I think seven or nine weeks of pretty much dry weather with no rain. Uh, it was one of the driest summers I think we've ever had. And of course it, uh, traveled and it eventually jumped the highway and it, um, ended up burning uh, quite a bit of area. It ended up one, burning one of my areas of uh, interest, uh, where I had a interesting encounter with, uh, with something and, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say that, uh, that area, I haven't been in there to see yet. Cause basically the area has been closed. Uh, last time I drove by there, they had, uh, the road blocked off with, uh, by national guard soldiers in a Humvee and they weren't allowing anybody through. So I do believe the road is open now. I believe it was opened up as of, uh, about three or four days ago. Um, I think, here in about two weeks, I've got um, a trip planned up, and I'm going to drive through there if I can, if the road's still open, and just uh, take a look. I don't really know what I'm going to be able to do. I don't think I'm going to be able to get out and walk around much, because uh, I believe the fire went right through the area where uh, I like to go. So I might have to wait, uh, wait until uh, things freeze over and the snow comes before I can really get out and uh, check things out. And that being said, uh, with the fire coming through there, who knows when things are going to come back? Uh, who knows when any type of wildlife is going to be back in there? So uh, it's interesting. It's it's as far as I'm concerned. I think uh, you know. I right as of right now, I don't have um, a research area. I don't have a place to go. So it's going to be interesting uh, next couple of years trying to figure out uh, what's happened uh, with my area and the animals from my area and where they've gone. So I'm, uh, I'm going to keep my, uh, ears and eyes open. Um, I know the last time there was a sighting in the refuge in the summertime was during the funny river road fire, I think, which, which was in 2016, maybe, or it might've been before that. Uh, but, uh, there was actually a sighting of a Sasquatch by a fireman. So <clears throat> who knows? Um, there, you know, it might, it may come out that there was a sighting during this fire, but, uh, I haven't heard of it yet. And, uh, I think, uh, if there was anything in there, 
they probably got pushed out to another area. So who knows how long it'll take them to come back or if they'll come back. Uh, two fires in, you know, five years or so might be uh, enough to keep them out uh, until things uh, completely regrow. I know that uh, generally this time of year, going into fall, is usually one of the best times for sightings. Uh, just after after hunting season and kind of before winter comes in, it always seems like that's when a lot of the reports I hear about happen. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back in there, and um, at least on foot. I do plan on driving through the area here in a couple of weeks and uh, kind of surveying things, and I'll try and get some video and uh, throw it up on the throw it up on the YouTube page. So, <clears throat> if you want to get in touch uh, with us, I, I forgot. I think the last couple of episodes to to throw out uh, contact information. Uh, we have the Alaska Watch Facebook page, which you can um, like and catch up with us there. We also have the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group Facebook page, which, you know, I post a lot of the same stuff on both, but um, sometimes I try and mix it up and put more research-related stuff on the on the Kenai Bigfoot page. So this is this podcast is the official podcast of the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group, I guess is what you could say. Uh, you can email us at alaskwatch at gmail.com. And uh, we also have the Kenai National Bigfoot, I'm sorry, the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group has a YouTube page. So you can find us uh, there. I've got a couple of videos up and uh, the podcast when it's posted should go up uh, as a YouTube video. So anyway, uh, I think we're going to put a pin in it there. Uh, you know, stick with us. Uh, you know, the podcast is, is still, it's still growing. It's still in its infancy. Uh, I've got some really cool stuff planned uh, for the next couple of months, especially for Halloween. I think I'm going to try and do something really special uh, for a Halloween episode. Uh, I enjoy Halloween. It's probably one of my my favorite uh, holidays, or not holidays, but just times of the year, just because, you know, that's when all the good horror movies are on TV and all the, all the spooky things that uh, people like us are interested in kind of it kind of comes to the forefront and uh, people start talking about it so it's one of my favorite times of year so anyway guys i want you to be safe out there and uh, be careful and if you have an encounter especially one in alaska that you want to talk to us about uh, be sure and contact us you can email us at alaskwatch at gmail.com or you can uh, like us on facebook and uh, send us a message However you want to get in touch with us, there's uh, a lot of ways. So anyway, folks, uh, take it easy out there, and uh, I'll be talking to you here sometime next month with a special Halloween episode. Take care.